Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mex. You are now entering the Metacolors. The Metacolors. the megacast we are back steve i cannot believe it man. <laughs> i'm coming in hot you are <laughs> i wasn't as excited in the pre uh no, pre-show we... check right mic check mic check hey everybody it's the megacast yep yep <laughs> it's good to see you again ted i feel like i haven't seen you in a month it's been two weeks steve yeah that's a long time for us two weeks in the desert yeah man <laughs> it sounds very that just confirms my wife's suspicion suspicion of us being in a weird relationship it's been two weeks that's a long time for us yeah and i would be lying if i didn't say in the desert at burning man multiple times me and Cobb would be sitting there and it'd be like man steve would really like this yeah dude i cannot wait I, you know why don't we just get right into the push-ups Let's all get right because right. i want to get right into this mega cast i have so many questions i i just want to sit here and soak in the stories uh, i I've, I've met a few people in my life that have done burning man but nobody as close in my life as you are nice so so i'm excited to hear uh w- w- what exactly happened so i figure let's get 10 our usual yeah. thing i almost forgot i think maybe we haven't done push-ups in a while but uh it's to get our blood pumping our heart racing and our brain functioning ted is on it yeah man Today what, in- uh-oh i was to say what kind of music we got steve dude ted in honor of you today's push-ups is a band by the name of third eye blind off of their first record the song is called burning man <laughs> how about that yeah third eye blind i didn't even know they had been right yeah. i don't know if they have or maybe had some other thing but let's get 10 all right here we go Yeah. I think sometimes I miss some of the figurative stuff that happened at Burning Man. Maybe they inspired Burning Man. What if... Third Eye Blind, come on, Steve. Third Eye Blind did not inspire this crazy amount of artists and stuff going on in the desert. There is no way Third Eye Blind is like the brainchild behind Burning Man. What if they're like, yeah, what's happened to Third Eye Blind? Are they broke? Did they waste all their money? No, they became multi, multi millionaires by developing this little endeavor called Burning Man in the desert. Wouldn't that be hilarious? I know I mean, it's not true. It would be. It would just, I think that would shock a lot of people. <laughs> right. but I mean, hell, Katy Perry was there. Was she? Yeah. I saw that, uh, what's his face? Uh, one of the dudes from Entourage, E. He was there, I think. Really? I didn't see he was there. Did you, so you saw Katy Perry? I didn't see her in person. Did, see her are spirit? we doing a TED Talk? Yes. Get, all right, all right, all right. TED Talks. Oh, yeah, I want to get it. Starring. Well, this one will be pure and simple for me this week. Uh, I want you to go out and uh, personally test your limits. 
Okay. And I'm not saying go out and rip down 20 shots of fireball and be like, I'm testing my limits. <laughs> what I'm saying is I want you to put yourself in some uh, some different situations, maybe some situations you think you wouldn't thrive in. Mm-hmm. Say, like, trying to live in a desert and build shelter for five hours in the goddamn heat. The thing is... <laughs> Who did that? Dirt Eye Blind? <laughs> right? <laughs> but just go out there, uh, you know, test your limits on everything. You know, maybe it's even just an extra quarter mile on your run. Maybe it's that extra flight of stairs. You know, just push it and test your limits a little bit. You know, get right. out of your comfort zone. I think it's always good because oh, rarely do I hear somebody say, I went out of my comfort zone and it was awful. I, I honestly don't. I can't think of a time where someone said they went out of their comfort zone and they were not happy with the results. Yeah. And if you do and you don't like it, it's okay. Your comfort zone's still there. Yeah. That's you know, a like good you point. go visit people, but at the end of the day, you can still go home. Right. It's like dealing with family sometimes. It's like, ah, uh, I got to go hang out with them. But then you realize, oh, but I get to go home. Yeah. Or children sometimes. I was just about to say, for people like us that don't have kids, Mm -hmm. that's one of the great things. It's like, man, these kids are fun to play with and stuff Mm -hmm. for a couple hours, and then I get to go home. Yeah, you're not there at four in the morning when they're crying and their diaper's full. Right? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I would be worthless at that point. All right, man, let's get into this. I want to talk about it. All right, so the Katie... Yeah, let's talk first Katy Perry. All right, so one big thing I didn't know about Burning Man is a huge part of it is people messing with you, right? So, like, by the middle... Really? Oh, yeah. Like creating fake stuff and like, oh, this person's here or? Uh, just little things like that or like, uh, so, all right, so they have these massive art cars, right? And when okay. I say art cars, they're like, uh, they're like RVs that are like sawed in half and then they build stuff on top. For instance, across the street from me was the Dragon's Lair where there was a fire-breathing dragon that drove around. Uh, one night I was sitting out on like my quote-unquote front deck or my front porch and I watched the Golden Gate Bridge drive by. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, two spans of the wow. gold. Yeah. There's a giant yacht out there called the Christina. I mean, anything you can think of. And they make them into these cars. And when they drive by, I mean, sound systems for days. Really? Right. So yeah, when, some people get, like, straight up beyond architectural with their... Uh, see, it, it, I'm telling you, like, it, the art cars themselves have more sound system than any club you've ever been to in your life. Really? Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. One, at the end of our block was called Robot Heart. So they had a giant, I'd say, 40-foot robot that they carried around on not just a regular forklift that lifts pallets. You know, like that industrial forklift you see at like major like yeah. construction sites? So at, at nighttime, around three, they would turn on the robot, and then there was a heart. The heart would go out into the playa, and then the robot would chase them. And then wherever they stop in between, it's just this crazy dance party. What? Yeah, every morning at sunrise. Skr- Dude, I one, one night, I saw Skrillex and Diplo and didn't even know it. <laughs> Wait, they performed yes. at Burning Man? Yeah, Skrillex were- played like five sets. No. Yeah, he because he, he played the white party at the Opulent Temple, which the Opulent Temple is the coolest nightclub you've ever seen. Is it just because everyone's wearing white? Is that why it's the white Well, party? yeah, real okay. players wear white on Wednesday at Burning Man. Because it's stupid. Because there's windstorms and dust. Whatever white you have on will only stay white for a matter of minutes. So it's like this ridiculous, like, are you going to the white party? I'm going to the white party. What, what was that moment when you first got there? Like, what was that feeling? You know, like it's. <laughs> I, I will say this: Burning Man exceeds all your expectations. Oh, okay. wait a minute! Wait, all right, so the art cars, uh, yeah. people messing oh, yeah. with you. Yeah. So you hear about these art cars, and there's got to be hundreds of them. I mean, unicorns with fire shooting out of their uh, tusk or whatever. There's three rhinos. You got to be careful which rhino you're talking about. Are these all made out of wood? 
No, no, no. They build like cages and like lights and stuff, like disco fish. Wow. Disco fish. I mean, there's like three uh, chassis on these things, man. <laughs> disco fish was dope. Anyhow. What is disco fish? It's this giant like fish-like thing that drives around the desert blaring EDM music. And there's people <laughs> riding and partying on top. So the first day we got there, one of our worries is like, uh, if we're on the art car and it just drops us off somewhere in the playa, like how do we know where it's going to pick us up and whatnot? So we see a bus stop, and we're like, "Dude, it makes perfect sense." Our car bus stops, right? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! So like, I didn't realize it was this intricate. Like, there's so many like actual buses and bus stops, and right. So on day three, go fishes. Somebody finally hips us to the fact, like, "Hey, man, those bus stops aren't real." We were like, what? And they're like, yeah, there's a good chance you might just be sitting there at that bus stop for two hours. Like, there's no there's no mass transit in Black Rock City. It's like, of course there's not. So at this point, a day later, somebody goes, yeah, man, Katy Perry's driving around on like a scorpion breathing fire. And I literally was like, F you, Cobb. I am not buying any more of this newbie crap. You're yeah, not getting me right. on this one. Yeah. Katy Perry's not here partying in the desert. I got home. Everything's like, watch Katy Perry fall off Segway. <laughs> Freaking kidding me. Dude, Dude, how crazy would that have been if you ran into Katy Perry at Burning Man? It would have been awesome. Our one buddy literally said he, on his bicycle, he almost got run over by Skrillex. Skrillex is just the easiest one to recognize because you've seen him. Yeah. And not many people have that haircut. And then the naked women. There is hot naked women everywhere during the day. Like just no clothes at all? Nothing. Or like a lot of them just wear pasties. I mean, at that point, why even wear the pasties? I, you know, man, right? I don't know, but it's just tough. Like one day I just left the porta potty and I'm getting like the hand sanitizer. There's like a little stand. Uh So I have like my head down. So I'm hung over and I'm like, and so I'm talking to this girl. You guys can't see this, but I have my head down, like kind of like Steve, the same distance, maybe a little closer. You are Steve. Okay. Like about five feet. Yeah. So I'm washing my hand. She's talking. We're laughing. And I look up and it's just this beautiful naked woman. And it's just like, Oh, concentrate. Keep it together. Play it cool. Were you wearing your dress? No. I never wore a dress. Okay. I was going to say, because that might be very showing if a naked woman's just talking to you. I think, yeah. I had, like, at nighttime, I had a really cool light-up jacket. You'll see that thing in action. You'll like it. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know. Like, during the day, one day, somebody gave me a woman's, like, Santa jacket. So I just wore that, no shirt, and an American flag bathing suit and a cowboy hat. Just cruising around. <laughs> All right, all right, so I, I don't even know where to, like, I have so many thoughts about, like, what is the scene? Like, how is everybody dressed? Like, what's that? Like, how hard is it to make friends? I mean, you know, there's so much stuff because it was just the two of you. I mean, you didn't really, you knew maybe there were other people there. Did you run into anybody else that you, that you actually knew before Burning Man? Steve Rock. Steve Rock was there. Yeah, Stoke Steve. You saw him there. Yeah, man. Former KSW Weekender. Yeah, and uh, host of, uh, right, former host shop. of Metal Shop. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Steve Rock. Uh, he said he didn't know if he was going. Oh, he went. He's at Yay Flags. <laughs> what is that? That's the name of their camp. Yeah, Yay Flags. And so it's just a bunch of flags? or Yeah, and they have like a structure set up. So here's the deal. During the day, right, there's all these theme camps. So like one's called the Little Crack Whore. Mm-hmm. And then when you go by the Little Crack Whore, the, the names are awesome too. Mm-hmm. Opulent Temple, Little Crack Whore, Slut Garden. Slut Garden? I want to hang on to Slut Garden. Slut Garden was dope, dude. And they played like nine. It was like, it was the right, <laughs> like me and you, like our age, that was Slut Garden's like oh, home run. Like yeah. a lot of Biggie, that kind of stuff. And like like T 
Tiesto, like kind of like. Were there actual like hot girls in Slut Garden, or you know what they had, man? Up behind the stage, they had four of those uh, red uh, like sheets, mm-hmm. and then girls would go up there and dance behind. Oh, them. that's brilliant! Right, so I mean, women were were dying to get up there. I mean, all yeah, night. if you're gonna name your little area Slut Garden, you have to lock in enough girls to make it worth being called Slut Garden. I think. Oh no no no! This is this is the all right. So here's the thing at Burning Man. Anybody can go in the slut garden and go dance up there. You mm-hmm. just have to be a chick. So, like, when you go to the opulent temple, right? Again, the craziest nightclub I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But you just get there, you hop off your bike, and you just walk in. You can walk right up to the stage. There's no VIP stuff. There's, like, an area in the back that we thought were VIP, and they're like, oh, come on in. It's Burning Man. <laughs> like, there's, that's what I'm saying. You don't pay. How do I get into the VIP? <laughs> you don't pay for anything. And then during the day, right? So, little crack whore, all these, like, little. Uh, uh, duck Pond. They have like bars and stuff. So I like the Opulent Temple. Or is that what it was called? Yeah. Okay. Is there like a bar? Uh, I don't know if they had a bar at that one. They just kind of put shows. Own. Yeah. There's other camps that have bars running at night. I like the Queen's Dick, <laughs> which is a bunch of Brits running a bar. But wait, I got to say this. So during the day, you just ride around on your bikes, right? Uh-huh. And there's like people out front, like cat calling you, like, get in here, get some drinks. And they just, they want you to come in. Like, they've put all this stuff together. They want it to be huge. Yes. That is amazing. Yeah. It has nothing to do with money at that point. It has nothing to no, do with money. you don't you exchange know. money. You, like, people gift you little trinkets and stuff. What were you gifted? Uh, I got a pretty cool necklace. I meant to bring that in, like, medallion thing. Uh-huh. Uh, some other unscrupulous things that yeah, I'll sure. bring up. Maybe that have already been used. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, attractive ladies gift gifting you? Uh... No, my only two real close, and by the end, neither of us got laid. You're even close to laid. I can't even imagine how that would be possible with all the sand. and. Oh, and dude, we, I didn't shower for a week. So after yeah. day three, it was like, ugh. I mean, gross. I would imagine, yeah, after the first day, you're like, yeah, this is not why we're here. It's, there's not, maybe somebody gets action there, I would imagine. No, there's a lot but, of people that do, and there's a yeah. way to go about it. But even in Black Rock City, you still got to put in some work. In our first year, we were just like ADD little monsters. Like, oh, look at that shiny thing. Right, yeah. I want to bounce around. I don't want to be you know, tied down by any girls in Slut Garden. Right. I mean, and that's the thing, dude. Like, you're, right. you're going in all these clubs, all these bars and stuff. And the place is huge. So during the day, you ride around. You meet and make tons of friends. Great hugs. You would mm-hmm. love it, man. I'm a, I'm a hugger. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love the hug. Yeah. I was in this one British pub, and I hugged this guy, and he's like, oh, mate, you got to get over here. This guy's giving out world-class hugs. World-class <laughs> hugs? You were giving out the world-class hugs? Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. You I'm know me. I put feeling in those hugs. Yeah, I know you do. You hold on. Uh, so then, yeah, at night, you just bounce around, and then you can walk out into the deep playa, it's right? unbelievable, man. So, like, one night, we're walking. It's Probably it was two miles away, and it looks like there's a blue, like, pool or pond out in the deep playa. We're like, what is that? We walk all the way out there, and it's a group in a giant circle of these uh, like circular discs that are probably, I don't know, three feet around, mm-hmm. and they're all blue. And then when you jump on them, they change colors. Who brought that? I don't, I, I don't like, that's know. That's insane. That is amazing. Yeah. It's such a... Like, listening to these stories, like all I'm thinking is it, it, it's so... It's like uh, opposite. It's a contrast to what we are used to. And I think that's probably why you guys are so blown away by, hey, is that VIP? I probably can't. Like, you just assume. That's right. the world we live in is that if something seems really, really cool, you need to know somebody to get into that or you need to buy into that. It's got to be that. Now I'm starting to understand in a very limited way, obviously. I'm not like, now I get Burning Man. But like, I'm starting to understand that 
the appeal and why people love going to it and why they keep wanting to go back is like you're stripping all these societal norms and rules that we just anticipate and assume and walking into a world where it's like, no, we want you to enjoy our 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 party. We want you to make this huge. That is like the main thing that like and people tell it to you when you first get there. It takes a couple days to sink in, but it's like, see this structure like they built this and it'll have signs that say climb on me. Jam, you know, trampoline, sit, you know, jump right. on it. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like they build it for you, for your enjoyment. Well, you think about I mean, it. I climbed up on a cargo net on top of a bouncy house to watch the sunrise one day. So awesome. Yeah, dude, you should have seen your boy. I was like a monkey. I climbed more stuff and danced more than I ever have in my life. Well, it's so cool because I think about all the times when we go like to the classic or when we like plan our little weekend gatherings or when we know we're going to be together in a safe yeah. environment. We're like, how can we make it more awesome for everybody that's with us? Yeah. And that's what this sounds like, except it's people you don't know who are trying to make it more awesome for other people that they don't know. And that way it's like, oh, I want to one up you in awesomeness in a fun way. Yeah. And I mean, you hear all these rumors about people being there or stuff, but like we found a bar that had a tap system working with like, I don't know, seven or eight beers on tap. Which, by the way, finding a cold beer like an IPA was like an oasis. I was going to say that had to be the most amazing tasting. Because uh, I know like after I play hockey, having a Coors Light is it's, it's like a taste of heaven. I couldn't even imagine in the desert having something cold. I should have brought more beer. We ran out of beer kind of pretty quickly. How quickly? Uh, a couple days. Wow. Dude, Cobb was drinking beers quicker than I was. It was like, what is real in the desert? But that bar I found with all the, <laughs> the beer I, I found. Mean, like me drinking more beer than you somewhere. Yeah. Right. Well, like, me and you have gone out, like, you can stay pretty close, but, like, Cobb is not drinking right. beer like we but are. But I, I can stay close for the first couple hours, and yeah. then, so, then Ted is the marathoner. I might be, <laughs> I'm, like, more of, like, a mid-level sprint. I'm more of, like, a, a, a relay race. I need to hand it off to somebody, because I'm done. You're a 12K-er. It's all right, yeah. man. Yeah, you're a marathon. I'm a 12K-er. I, I like that. Yeah. I got the sticker on my car. Oh, uh, there was a group of people that ran an ultra marathon, by the way, at Burning Man. <sighs> yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, but the that, that beer place... Two German dudes flew over two Oktoberfest kegs that they had kept the year before from Munich. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff I like that. I get it, dude. Yeah. It's unbelievable. This is so crazy. Like, again, different world. But when we do the classic, I have stuff saved like, oh, I'm getting that. And in eight months when we go, this is going to be awesome to unveil to everybody. It's exactly what it is. <sighs> Yeah, man, you're killing me. You kill me. Let's it's, take a quick break. All right, Today. I will say this though, just fair warning: it is an s ton of work, and there are some very low points in that dust. Let's get into that next. <laughs> Let's go into the dark side. All right, and then we'll get back into the fun stuff as well. <laughs> all right, the MegaCast will be back. More stuff, more stories from uh, the Ted Smith when it comes to all the craziness that happened over at Burning Man. Plus, we are going to have the return of our friend. The cranky old Walt. Walt. Walt nice. talks is back, and this time he has. Giving me his blessing because he actually knew I was recording him this time. All right. All so right. Uh, we have another uh, moment, words of wisdom. Are from you the- like a secret Fed agent? Do people have to pat you down for wires now? Yes. They know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> so when we get back, more stuff from uh, D. Ted Smith's adventure over at Burning Man. What do you mean that the Megacast will be back? Bitch. That means that Ted and Steve need to take a break. Chill out. What do you mean?
this year at Burning Man, they're introducing a new concept to the outdoor festival in the desert. It's called soap. What? Soap. Something most participants have not yet experienced. I'm a unicorn. Also coming to the week-long event. Shampoo. What? You use it to wash your hair. Whoa. So dance, spin, express yourself. Become one with existence and the planet. And maybe shower. Burning Man. Not recommended for people sensitive to smell. Ted and Steve are done with their smoke break. The mega cast is back. Let's do a dinner. Well, I got a meeting. I got to go into it at 11. I don't know when it's going to end. All right. All right, cool. All right, we're back. It'll be a boring-ass dinner, though. Why is that? Are you back on the cleanse? Uh, I have a retreat the following weekend. So I have a. I got to be on my strict little uh, no red meat, no pork, no salt kind of Yumbo. <laughs> Actually, yumbo will work. All right, good, good. Hold that uh, yum sauce. It's funny we hear that uh, fake... Uh, little commercial there about uh, Burning Man. You know, a couple of late night talk show hosts were talking about Burning Man while you were gone. Uh, I figured you'd want to hear these. I saved them. That commercial, by the way, is spot on. Is it? Me and Cobb kept saying, my kingdom for a shower. We found group showers the last day. If I had found them early in the week, I would have taken one. Is that like just like a big misting tent kind of a group shower? No. You know Dr. Bronner's, the soap? Yeah. All right. So you know like... uh, uh, when you see a train go by or whatever, those cargo uh, giant containers. Mm-hmm. So they have a clear one at Dr. Bronner's camp, and they pack people in there, like shoulder to shoulder, all naked. And then there's catwalks, and there's four people up top, and they get everybody chanting, foam, foam, no. foam. And when it gets to a fever pitch, boom, they blast them with foam. And then like 30 seconds later, they blast them with water. And then when you get out of there, you're still naked and you go into the white bar, which is like their bar and everybody just hangs out naked and you have a cocktail. Did you do that? No, because I, I found it too late. Oh, Trust me, I'm not. It's like a human car wash. Yeah, and I'm not, Mr. I want to run around naked. I'm not the most uh, impressive man, uh, not excited. But does it matter? At that, no, it's what I'm saying. Next year, I will, like, if I had known that ex- yeah. shower existed, I would have been there earlier in the week. Wow. So that was there all week. Yeah. So wait, Burning Man, the village. The is, city. The city, sorry, is so big that you don't even know. If you've seen everything while there. Oh, dude. It's like Disney World. There's no chance you're going to see everything. In a week. No. No chance. Steve, you're riding miles every day on your bicycle, going from place to place. Where'd you get the bicycle? Ah, Walmart. Walmart and Yakima. You got it. Dude, if you don't have a bicycle, you ain't seeing S. Really? So everybody's oh, yeah. just getting by? On, anyone else have like a Segway? Or? Yeah, there's a ton. You see a ton of Segways. Uh, one of our neighbors had this really cool like uh, electric bike. Mm-hmm. So it's like a regular bicycle, but the more you pedal, the more it powers, and then you can just go electric mode for a while. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I won't lie. By Friday, dude, I was like, look, I'm going to walk out to the deep playa tonight. Like, I, I'm not riding that stupid damn bike anymore. My, my hamstrings are killing me. <laughs> That is awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, so the low points. Yes. Friday we go, or uh, 
a couple days, right? The wind's there. Took us five hours to build our structure. We didn't bring a socket wrench. Just imagine me shirtless in a cowboy hat, the blazing desert sun with a, with a wrench, just, you know, like one turn at a time. Oh, dude. Yeah. So five hours to set it up. All right. But so mental note, socket wrench for next year. Shit. Uh, RV. <laughs> RV for next year. Yeah. So that was kind of taxing. Uh, definitely. There's like the windstorms uh, with the dust. I mean, your visibility goes from like 200 yards to about 10 feet. How often were there windstorms? Uh, most days. And then Wednesday wow. and Friday. Friday, there was sustained windstorms for like five or six hours. And when we got home, Steve, it looked like a dust bomb had gone off. Like, you ever seen those videos of like the third world country where it's been bombed and yeah. people are going through the like shaking dust? That's what our place looked like. Everything on the inside. Everything. I slept in dust the last two nights. Like, I would just smack my pillow to get some of the dust out and then screw it. I'm going to sleep. Yeah, I was going to say, at that point, it's just, who cares? Yeah, and it's in everything. You're just wiping down with baby wipes. I mean, Dude, when you got home, have you gotten all the dust out of everything? Uh, I still have a couple jackets that need to go to the dry cleaners. Wow. But I took all my clothes and washed them right away. We just, we, we threw out our uh, carport. So what kind of uh, living situations did you see other than yours then? Like, I mean, you said RV, I would imagine. A lot of RVs, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, tents and stuff. Like, like our one buddy's camp. Tents? Yeah. Well, that like our one, crazy. Our one buddy's tent or uh, place, Do More Now, is like a big camp. And they have like a giant shade structure and then have like a tent city underneath that. Oh, so that's the whole thing. If you have shade during the day, that's pretty. That's pretty huge. I mean, I took a nap with thirty people in a shade structure. Are you sleeping on them? Uh, no. I think at nighttime it's a, it's a cuddle puddle, but during the day it's just a nap room. <laughs> yeah. What's the male to female ratio in this cuddle puddle? Uh, in the nap room, it, it wasn't. I don't know. All I know is there's a dude next to me, and then I was like, I'm sleeping next to the wall. <laughs> And keep in mind, dude, there's shade, but it was still very hot. I'm just laying on these pillows, sweating. Oh, man, dude. Hey, well, real quick, let's just check All out right. Jimmy Fallon. He's talking about the pros and cons of going to Burning Man. All right, let's take a look at the pros and cons of going to Burning Man. Pro, nearly 70,000 people attended last year's festival. Con, nearly 200 of them remember it. That's pretty good. Good odd. Pro, seeing someone walking around with pink hair, a bunch of piercings, and a plastic bag for an outfit. Con, or as Miley Cyrus calls that, business casual. Oh, that's wow. Is Miley Cyrus there? Seems like she should be. Right? Yeah. That would be the place where she would thrive. Yeah, I could see her at District during the day, dancing what? her ass off. District. District. Ultimate day party place, man. So How soon did the party start? They never uh, They never end. No. There's, there's bars going... Or some of the clubs. That's what I'm saying. Robot Heart would play a set every morning at sunrise to like seven. And uh, how much sleep did you get per day? Uh, I think I averaged like four hours, five hours. That's not that bad. Dude, it was like a lot of people were like, you guys are sleeping a lot. <laughs> All right, let's check out some more of this. Pro, you can sleep in an RV, a tent, or outside on the ground. Con, that's what your wife said after she found out you were on Ashley Madison. They said, get out of here. Get lost. Uh, pro visiting the room of infinite mirrors where you can see millions of images of yourself. Wait, was that there? I didn't see it. That sounds amazing. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it was the carnival of mirrors. Con, or as Donald Trump calls it, the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Beautiful mirrors. Classy mirrors. Pro driving cross country to attend Burning Man. 
Khan getting lost in Pennsylvania Amish country and ending up at Churning Man. So good. The butter is the Amish so have fresh. Good food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was there Amish markets where you grew up in New York? Yes. Yeah. 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 They were big in like the D.C. area. Good butter. Good butter. Great breads. Amazing bread. Birch beers. You're right. Yeah. Butter is so good. So good. Crows seeing thousands of pot-smoking hippies getting together for one cause. Con, or as the Sanders campaign calls that, Bernie Man. There he goes. <laughs> and uh, by the pro- way, that is false. Weed is ob- is the hardest drug to find. Really? Oh yeah, because it's the stinkiest. It's the like it's the easiest to detect. There's not like I was shocked. Wait, so easiest to detect meaning that if someone smells it, everybody's gonna want it? No, like there's there's still actually cops there. What? Oh yeah. I thought they just like, hey, we're roping off this city. And don't come out. No, some of, like because that's like, when when I was in college, we had the Clifford Ball, which was a big festival I, for yeah. fish. And the cops, it was an old Air Force base that they turned into a concert venue. And the cops basically just surrounded the. They had security, obviously, but yeah. the cops surrounded the outside and said, "Whatever you guys are doing in there, do not bring out." Yeah, this is like if you went to like the opulent temple at night, or sometimes a district during the day, you'd see cops. And basically, like I know, I'd like uh, wow, yeah, I pulled out like a thing of tobacco and a cop. Like flashlight at me, I was like, "No, oh, just tobacco." And he was like, "Then he's like, okay, cool." Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, weed is really like, and and a lot of the Europeans like you can't fly with weed. So like having weed on the fly, I was like, "Ooh, that's wow. why I was like, I, right?" I thought there'd be people just roasting bowls, but that everybody's like, "Dude, don't like if you smoke, smoke in your tent. Like, don't smoke out in the open." Yeah, well, too bad you don't have like the vape pens or something like that. Yeah, Steve, that's a great idea. Where were you like three weeks ago? I did not realize that you couldn't have uh, all this stuff. I didn't think that cops were going to be watching you guys. Well, it's still Nevada. Yeah, <laughs> can I have hookers? Sure, just just no weed. Did Dennis Hoff was he there? You know, I heard they were supposed to be there, but I never saw him. <laughs> that would have been awesome, dude. I'm telling you, the city is so massive. I, I honestly, I don't know what I pictured because I don't. I've never been there, and maybe you know what? I'm curious to see what what was your what did you think you were gonna walk into before you walked into it, and how much different was it from what you actually witnessed? Uh, like, what did you expect when you were going? I mean, I'm picturing like almost like just a small village that's like a giant circle, and everybody's like, you know, almost like like an old old village, like a Western thing, but just with crazy techno music playing. Yeah, when you get there, I think first of all, it all exceeds your expectations, mm-hmm. and then number two is you'll be shocked. Like people talk about the city and or the plier or the deep plier. When you get there, you realize like Black Rock City is a thriving, huge city. And like, there's all these giant structures and stuff. So I think, I think that was probably the part that I wasn't expecting the most is like how big it is and like, I don't, man, just how nice and welcoming. I mean, I had a few strange interactions. Okay, can you tell us? Uh, just people kind of messing with me one day because I was by myself and I might not have been in the uh, clearest state of mind. So what were they doing? Just, just kind of raunchy, kind of. British pub humor about, you know, oh, moms so and stuff. So yeah. Brits, man. Yeah, and I literally, well, that's what happened. The girl goes, you can have a beer, but they're warm. And I went, ah, prop a pint. And they're like, and they're like, where are you from? And I was like, ah, Seattle. And then they started, they were like, what's with the proper pint talk? And I was like, or don't you guys drink them warm? And then they just started kind of giving me the business, like messing with me. And then one guy was talking, like, I don't know, he was talking about the other guy's mom. Or, it was one of those moments, you know how it is. Sometimes you just get a weird vibe. Yeah, like you're, when you're messed up and you're like, I don't know, like, are they effing with me? Are they having fun with me? Because you don't know their world. I have no idea. So, right. like, that was the Should only. Should I get mad at them? Yeah, I just chugged my beer and left. <laughs> Which is probably the best bet. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's most people, I would say 95% of the people you meet are welcoming. They're like, yeah, get in here. Have Who fun. was your favorite person that you met at Burning Man? You know, it might have been the Kiwis, man. I went to a bar one day by myself in uh-huh. a dust storm that I Where's found. Where's Cobb, man? He's letting you down? No, no, no. Just, dude, by the middle of the week, you're just kind of like, all right, you, you go do your thing. I'm going to go do my thing. We'll, we'll meet up. I, was there a way to communicate? Like or? We had walkie-talkies, but then mine died. I kind of gave up. Here, well, here's the thing. Even in the desert, right, it's going to accentuate everything you are. Yeah. But for me, like, <laughs> I'm still kind of a homebody sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, like, he would like to go on the crazy adventures. He likes skating at the roller disco. I wasn't messing with the roller disco. Were there roller skates that you can, like, rent? Yeah, there's a girl I there. Not rent, but borrow. Yeah. Exactly. How roller many blades? What? Dude, so, it's a full roller disco. There's a girl working the counter. That's what I'm saying, Steve. Like, th- that's why, like, by the middle of the week, you're like, what is real? What is not real? Uh, <laughs> I wish I was there for that. I would have been so pumped to get on some roller skates. Can you roller skate? I mean, oh, that's right. You ice skate. I played roller hockey. Oh, you would have loved it then. Yeah. yeah. I probably would have hurt myself because, I mean, I can't imagine that I would be in a good state of mind to stay balanced. But Well, roller disco... It's right on the Esplanade. It's famous, but that that one is very decisive. People either love it, or there are people like me, like I ain't breaking an ankle to burn it for no right. good reason. Yeah, that's that's the last thing you need is a broken ankle while you're at Burning Man. Yeah, is there a medics? I would imagine. Oh yeah, Lots they're of set up all yeah. over porta potties. But I mean, even the porta potties from where we were. Every time you got to pee, you can't pee on the playa. That's a no no. You don't What's the playa. The like the, the ground. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so you got to ride your bike like four blocks to go to a porta potty and pee. That's cool, though. I mean, yeah. that's, that's cool that there people are being respectful of the property. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Nothing comes easy there. Nothing's convenient. So is there toilet paper in the porta potties? There is, but it's highly recommended you bring your own as well because it runs out quick. I was going to say, yeah. I mean, how how much upkeep is there? Or is it they just set them up? I mean, and- they no, they, they upkeep them every day. But yeah. And, and it was good all week. It was only like the last day I was there. I had that horrible bathroom experience. Or it's just... I just farted. <laughs> I was like, you know, Sorry. like, you just keep wiping and it just, like, won't stop. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And I'm dripping sweat. I was like, why? Why on the last day? Those are the ones that always happen when you need to be somewhere. And yeah. you're like, oh, let me just take care of this real quick. Yeah. And then it's not quick. No. And you can feel the line building up outside. I got to get out of here. Oh, that's right. And then you got to walk out and make eye contact with whoever's going in there next. Yeah. And more than likely, it's going to be some hot naked chick. Yeah. Did you have a lot of time to talk to hot naked chicks? Like, I mean, yeah. Are the girls, did you meet any girls that were standoffish? Uh, not so much. I was going to, I would imagine not because I don't think you were going there. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone that's going to Burning Man with the intention of I'm going to holler at some chicks and try and. Oh, there's a ton of people. There's an orgy dome. I don't know which is more awesome, the roller rink or the orgy dome. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, too, is like, there's obviously there's a certain sect that are just there. Like, that's they're not going to. That's th- not my culture, actually. I would not be hanging out in the orgy dome. I no. might want to pop in just to see what's going on. We but- can't. You got to bring your girl. You got to go in as a couple or get invited in by a couple. <laughs> yeah. But I was going to say, like, with, what's with, up with these rules, man? I thought it was Burning Man. Right? What's up with the rules, bro? Well, bro. it would just be a bunch of bros in there, like, looking at one hot chick. <laughs> be like, bro, let me go. Come on. Right. Come on, you've been going long enough. Are you that guy that took up all that time in the porter potty? Now you're taking up too much time here. <laughs> As I say, there's a certain sect that are there just to eat a bunch of Molly and just go to the EDM shows as opposed mm-hmm. to psychedelics or Right. So like those people don't party as late and stuff. So like you see those people like 
they're not standoffish. Like there's just some people you just see like, all right, that, that's just not my crowd. Right. I don't feel welcome. And yeah. they're not being rude. I just don't know. Nah. I mean, it's like that in life. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, they're just different vibes. Different uh, vibes, man. Let's check out uh we got Jimmy Kimmel also talking right. about uh Burning Man. I'm just curious to see what you think about it's fun to have these being played because you know, I'm an outsider, so I'm just these are what I think are stereotypical jokes. It's fun to talk to somebody who's been there and yeah. can confirm or deny these things. Do you know what Burning Man is? It's a, uh, if you don't know, out in the middle of the Nevada desert, thousands of people, last year they had 70,000 people get together to form what they call a temporary metropolis dedicated to community, art, self-expression, and self-reliance. And it's also a great place to do peyote with a guy dressed like a reindeer. I know people who have children that go to this every year, and they all say there's no better place for white guys with dreadlocks to dubstep and spin fire yo-yos. Fire yo-yos, is that Poi? true? Spin, well, I don't know about fire yo yo Oh, dude, there's a place called the Charcade where you play skee-ball, and when it hits a certain number, flames shoot out. It's flaming skee-ball. There's flamethrowers you can shoot yourself. You like the game at the fair with the water and you try to fill yes. up the balloon? Yeah, imagine that with a flamethrower, bro. The Charcade. <laughs> Char- that exists, Steve. That's <laughs> real. Thunderdome is real. The Duck Pond is real. One people set up a whole little fake uh, cul-de-sac, and it was like uh, <laughs> suburbia camp. And they had, yeah, and they had like, like people in their 30s and 40s. Yeah, please. and they had fake grass, and they would no. just sit out there. They set up little lawns Gosh. and yards. People must spend all year planning out all there. All year. Right. Like, it, uh, do you feel like, you know what, let's take a break. I want to come back. We got to talk about something else. I feel like we're just talking Bernie, man. This is fascinating to me. <laughs> and I hope it's fascinating to people that are listening. I think it's very entertaining. Um, yeah. Look, man, all right. I, 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 yeah, we'll also do wall talks. Wall right, talks. So you got to talk about your big time night last night, We too. got time. I'll talk about the rock star life that I'm living these days <laughs> when we get back. Plain Jane, that's not me. I'm Robot Grace. Actually, I'm Mother Badass. Robot Grace. The mega cast will be back. Plain Jane, but there was something about Plain Jane. Yes, there was something about her. She couldn't find her purpose. She couldn't see her work. Plain Jane. It's time for the debate debate. It's a debate about a debate featuring all your favorite news networks. Who won foreign policy? Senator Marco Rubio. Jeb Bush. Who won this? Rubio. Donald Trump. Who won that? Dr. Ben Carson. And if you like the debate debate, check out the pre-debate debate. There's nothing more exciting than talking heads debating over the GOB team. And don't forget, next week, set your DVRs for the debate, 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 as we debate over the debate about the debate. One of the guys liked to cruise downtown on his scooter, and I'd like to ride him. Oops. I mean, ride with him. The mega cast is back. Ride Cruising through the alley. The street like ballet, hold up, moped to the ballet, white walls on the wheels like mayonnaise. Downtown, this is what you get. I love this song. Dude, and that line is 
correct. Like one of the funnest things on the scooter is cutting through alleys. Oh, I bet. You know, like uh, you know where the gum wall is in the market. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. Post Alley. Yeah, like yeah. I've driven my scooter up that road and then into the into the market, and you feel like you're in a very slow, not as fast, but like a European like gangster film. I was gonna say like an urban safari. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> People are like, is that legal? I'm like, I'm sure it's not, but it's a scooter. So what were we talking about right before we took the break? You were, uh, oh, I had a question for you, and now All I right. forget what the question was. Son of a bitch. We've only been on a break for about, I mean, we didn't pause tape or anything and go off and go smoke or anything like oh, that. Oh, boy. Light up fire stuff? Were we talking about that? We were talking about the light up fire stuff, and then what happened after that? Son of a it does bitch. Does exist? I don't know. Ah. Damn it. Man, we're not good at this podcasting. No. I mean, I did not think I would forget, honestly, in two minutes. Well, the problem is, is we we just kept another conversation going we as did. soon as we shut off the mic. I'm like, hey, did, you, did, did this happen? Did that happen? Did this happen? I'm like so fascinated by this. Like, it's like something that I, I don't know if I'll ever be able to pull off. Just, my, I don't think my wife would be okay with me just going away and being off the grid. Oh, that's the question. Now, I would imagine you're going to hope to do it next year. Yes. Have you... And I don't know if Cobb is as well, but here are you two guys. You've experienced it. You've got to see what people bring to the party. Yeah. Have you already started strategizing and thinking about what you guys want to bring to Burning Man next year? Oh, 100%. What, what that, are you thinking? So that was the big joke. Sunday, Cobb kept telling people all week, Sunday's like Ted's like once in a lifetime trip, you know, like um, let's do this, yeah. knock it off the list. By Tuesday, I was planning a theme camp that's a best Western. And then when you pull up your bike, because I had this giant, I wore a cowboy hat that I bought in the High Sierras in Nevada, uh-huh. or uh, California, and then I had one of those giant fake foam cowboy hats. Oh, those hats. are the best. Oh, the Euros loved it, dude. They were like, did you build that hat? I was like, no, I didn't make it. Styrofoam, right? Yeah. I found some other people that were wearing them, and they were Euros. Like, these hats are great. And I was like, they are great. So it kind of became a joke that I was big Texas Ted. <laughs> and people were like, are you from Texas? No, I've never been to Texas. <laughs> So I want to build a Best Western, like with a sign and stuff. Yeah. And then uh, one of the jokes is there'll be a valet. So when you pull up your bicycle, the oh valet will come gosh. up and grab it. Now, here's the joke, and this is where you mess with people. If I got to be there, I'd be the valet. All right. But when you leave, the valet is just going to give you a random bike, <laughs> not your bike. And then people will be like, dude, where's like my nice bike or whatever? And I'll be like, <laughs> sir, you were promised a bike. You have received a bike. Good day, sir. <laughs> Anybody set up a casino there? Mm, I didn't see one, but I'm, I'm willing to bet there's a casino and we just didn't yeah. see it. That would be fun, just shooting dice for fun. Yeah. Yeah. Play cards. You know, just ran, naked girls are your dealers. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, that's the sad thing. You I want to s- build a Vegas metropolis, but like fun. So it would be casinos. And then I'll, in the, I'm acting like as if I'm going next year. I wish I could. Maybe, who knows? Maybe. Uh, but, and I want to learn magic in the next year. And yeah. there'll be a magic act. And if you put a stripper pole up, they'll dance on it. Dude, <laughs> we create Vegas? <laughs> Somebody's doing that. Somebody, yeah, this yeah. Vegas. I, that's what I was going to say, too. I want to do a magic show, though. Every you go by some camps, dude, and you feel bad because they've put all this stuff into it, uh-huh. and there's just not people there. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, there's just a DJ plan. Like, you know the uh, beach, like Baywatch, those uh, stands they have on the beaches? Yeah. Like, one camp was just that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. If I plan my magic show, I don't know many people are going to be like, hey, 
I know Diplo and Skrillex are over there performing, but I hear this guy Steve and, and Texas Ted are doing a magic show. Yeah. Dude, they totally gave me a different bike. Well, the other joke too is that Cobb at an air party. They give you a they give you the wrong bike. Cobb's gonna be the concierge, and whenever people come in, it's always like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I gotta take care of this. What do you need tickets to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. So more of people messing with you. Like, there's porta potties that move around. Everybody told us that there was Wi-Fi. I went to one of the Wi-Fi stands. It's just two guys messing around. Like, no, there's no real Wi-Fi here, man. What are you crazy? <laughs> Oh, you know, Q-Ray from our hockey team, he's trying to make it happen next year. Q-Ray? Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I got to get him in my camp. You should, dude. I'm, I mean, set, I'm he's setting a up a big guy, camp. dude. He's an engineer. Oh, he could build some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's a guy to have. We could get. Imagine if we got all the donkeys and our camp has a hockey rink. That could be fun. All right, there was a human foosball. What? Yeah. Not only there was a human. Did you take pictures while there? Or no? No, I mean, you know what? Honestly, I think it's best that you didn't. I think yeah. it's, it's good to just have those memories. Sometimes I think we get too. I, I would feel like that's a place where you should just put your cell phone away and not get consumed by. Oh, I got to take a picture of this and take a picture of that. It's like, yeah. Just enjoy the moment. Yeah, the human foosball was pretty cool. Somebody set up a tennis court with lights out in the desert, in the deep playa, so you could play tennis at night with like a light up ball. Oh, you could have like a baseball field and have like a <laughs> wiffle ball game. Yeah. That'd actually be funny. Have like a wiffle ball tournament. Yeah. I mean, it's... Un- Make jerseys me. for everybody. Whatever kind of music, whatever kind of band you're looking for, like it's there on the playa. Some camp is doing it. And you ball can go find Ball hockey would actually be fun. Build a rink. And just have ball hockey? And just have... That way you don't have to be on skates. And That's a good call. Bring man. enough gear, like sticks. Bring two sets of like limited goalie gear. Because when you play ball hockey, it doesn't hurt that bad. You just make sure you don't bring one of those heavy balls. That way no one gets really hurt. Like something, you know, like, a, like almost like a bouncy ball. Yeah. And uh, bring enough of them because I would imagine a few are going to go flying somewhere. <laughs> um, and two sets of jerseys. And just, okay, you create a team, you create a team. Let's go. Yeah, you just bring No pennies. checking. You can hug somebody to stop them from going down the rink. I like that. You yeah. can hug them. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. Nobody's going to be too intense playing these games. Have a DJ whenever it scores. Everything stops, and it's just like for a full song, you just rave it out. <laughs> yeah, Steve. I mean, come on, man. Oh. We got to get you down there. But, again. I'll do it if we have a hockey ring. It's a ton of work. There is some miserable moments. There's some days. I told this, too. People are like, oh, what are you just doing, like, drugs and all this all week ago? No. There's definitely days where you're just hurting. Yeah. You just kind of have some beers, make it through the day, and, and go to sleep. This is unbelievable, man. I'm, yeah. I'm, like, Burning Man needs to just have this podcast played for anyone who's on the fence, and not that they need to get more people to go. I mean, they'd sell it out every year. <laughs> yeah. How, how, now, now that you've gone, I mean, you want to go next year, but how do you guarantee that you're going to get to go? So, you don't. With the ticket oh. lottery, that's what kind of sucks. I guess because they can tell when you're a first-time burner, so mine was a little easier to get. But oh, if, that's you, cool. if you get a, if you start a theme camp or you join a theme camp and you help build stuff and work, then you can get entry uh, early entry tickets. Ah, because I have a buddy who's a firefighter who has been offered to go because he's a firefighter. Oh, nice. Which would be kind, you know, Nick. Yeah. Oh, dude, and they burn so much stuff. All the giant art pieces by the end of the week, they just burn them. Yeah. Did you see the actual? There's one. Is there one specific Burning Man? Oh yeah, Burn Night Man. Burn night is Saturday. And everything ends on Sunday or? Uh, everything ends, well, Sunday night they burn the temple. Uh-huh. Not the opulent temple, multiple temples. Okay. The temple is much more uh, uh, spiritual, 
Like, I walked through there one day, stone sober, and almost cried. I mean, powerful. Because people write notes, and they leave little trinkets wow. of, of things they're trying to let go of and, and release. So they burned that Sunday night. But Saturday night when they burned the man, 70,000 people encircled the man. And then outside of that is all the art cars just banging music with all the crazy lights and fire. And then inside the inner circle, fire dancers come out and spin fire for like 15 minutes. Then there's like a 15-minute firework display, and then the man starts to burn. <coughs> Excuse me. And then while the man's burning, fireworks are still going off. And then I don't know what they put inside of the man, but I mean, the largest explosion I've ever seen with my own eyes. Like mushroom cloud. Wow. And he burns for like an hour, and then he finally goes down, and then people are dancing around the fire. The other problem is, they steal all the street signs. So Saturday night is chaotic. <laughs> You, there's no more street signs. You don't know where you're going. Wow. So everyone's just walking into each other. I don't know where my, my campsite is. Yeah, like Friday night, man, I was trying to walk home, and I, I shined my flashlight on one of the street signs, and where it should have been, it said, you wish it was here. <laughs> you're serious? Yes. Man, I, I, I enjoy the trolling aspect of this, because it's oh, really funny. Dude, people do it, and they're so good at it, too. Yeah. Yeah. It. it it's wild, man. Pros and cons. If you can think of one pro of going to Burning Man and one con, since you know Jimmy did that whole bit, it doesn't have to be a funny con, like an actual... Uh, well, pros, it, it's the most amazing place. It'll exceed all your expectations. Mm-hmm. Con, you're going to be depressed when you get home. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, how like, bad? Uh, I mean, I have dreams of the art cars every night. You know what I mean? Or just like riding my bicycle or just... Well, people always say it changes their life. Do do you feel like it... it, Are those people being a little too spiritually, you know, out there or... No, but I think I already do some things that are much more in that realm. True. So for me, it wasn't like a life-changing thing. Probably just an extension of the things you've been doing. Yeah, and it kind of just confirmed some things I already kind of knew. You know what I mean? It's like, look, I'm not going to run around naked, guy. Even if it's burning, I would do it. Like, that's just not me. Especially after hockey. Well, you know, I do it in the group shower. Even if we don't have a shower, we'd have to have a, a locker room with a, a fake shower so that everyone can, you know, shower up before they get their clothes back on. That's awesome. <laughs> that could be the funniest thing. I wonder if that would go over well. The fake shower? The fake hockey thing. The fake hockey experience. I'm sure people would like it. You play the hockey, you get the gear off so that the next group of people can wear the gear, then you go take a fake shower, and then you go on and do whatever you got to do. Dude, Cobb found one place that was like a barbecue temple. I don't know how they did it, but they were smoking brisket out there, and then they had like a whole ceremony, and it ends with you like on your knees on an altar, and like a priest puts a piece of brisket in your mouth. (laughs) Man, people got all year to come up with these crazy ideas. Yeah, one bar I went to, I got a whiskey smack. Uh huh. Which is the bartender? She poured me a shot of whiskey. I drank it. She smacked me, and then we hugged. One bar. Is she went, hot? Yeah, she's pretty good looking. Is she naked? <clears throat> now nah, close to. Yeah. One bar I went to, I spun a wheel and got spanked by a giant, <laughs> giant black dildo. What? Yeah. How is that not your con? Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems so normal at that point. <laughs> Seems so normal to get by a black dildo. Yeah, they're just people just having fun, man. Nah, was it was it like a flaccid one? Like was it rubbery? Uh, it, did it hurt? The problem is, see your grip right there. Yeah, it, it was more like this. Oh my goodness, like, like a paddle. Yeah, like a wiffle ball bat. Yeah, dude, like the big red ones that little kids use. They can't hit with the skinny yellow ones. We could use that as a hockey stick. <laughs> Probably, dude, dildo hockey. 
That's a funny. Different colored <laughs> sticks, quote unquote, are the team a, that you're a on. White team and a black team. White team, black team, a pink team. Ooh, yeah. a fleshy team. A fle- that that skins. <laughs> <laughs> what are they hitting then? Like a clamshell? <laughs> yeah, or maybe a cookie. A cookie. <laughs> Tacos. Dude, trust me. Like, that, it would totally fly down there, and people would even bat an eye. Yeah. Like, oh, let me in. Put me on. Put me on the waiting list. Yeah, and I mean, just simple things like that too. Like, it's three in the morning. What are you doing? No, I'm jumping on trampolines. We need to have. A, we need to have a zamboni. Oh yeah. Someone could be dressed up like we build like a human zamboni, and they just kind of walk around the rink. Dude, and we could. You could have like three like little stands or whatever. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. We'll have the bar set up. That's the only weird thing. The cops do send like uh, uh, underage kids in there, so you do have to have your ID. Oh, a, lot wow. of, a lot of places will ask you for ID. I'm surprised that Burning Man is not 21 and up. Yeah. Were there kids there? You see some kids. Like how young? Uh, I saw babies up to like, I don't know, 12-year-olds. Huh. Skate park, you see a lot of like uh, 10-year-old kids kind of skating. That's a weird world for a... I mean, maybe not because that's just it's the world. It's a weird world for adults. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like as a kid, like that's that's your perspective now. Yeah. That's amazing. I, the other cool thing is most of the people there are ballers. Like I thought, like some of our neighbors, you don't know. You can't tell what anybody does in regular life. Right. By the end of the week, you start asking people like, oh, what do you do? And it's just like, holy cow. Like I'm the president of the Mariners. Well, I expected to meet a lot of like just kind of like that fringe of society. People that just live in their vans or this or that. And yeah. they just scrape enough to go. I was dead wrong. Like yeah. they are the minority. Most of the people there are all like I met college professors, uh, like uh, brokers from from London and this and that. I remember last year that was like a big story about everything. Like that there was a lot of like the Silicon Valley took took over Burning Man. Yeah, they call them plug and play camps. So like mm. people don't set up their own stuff. They have food. They only, look. It's not going to ruin your Burning Man experience. I feel sometimes those people I don't like have the same experience because they're so coddled. Like part of it is mm-hmm. just like right. being in the struggle. Like, this windstorm sucks. You know what I mean? Like, you just find random... Like I'm saying, those New Zealand people, the Kiwis, like, this, the windstorm was going crazy. So I just sat in there and broed down with them and had drinks. Instead of an RV, why don't we get... <laughs> I'm volunteering him, but get Levi in the big party bus. That would be unbelievable. Right? If that's, like, our place where we stay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go on the roof to, like, nap. Yeah. I mean... So imagine that party bus turned into a giant fish. That's what Disco Fish was like. Yeah. With like the scales and everything. It's hilarious, man. Dude, it's unbelievable. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you could go out every night, find all the crazy adventures you want. Or some nights I would just sit there in front of our uh, camping space and would just drink beers and and watch stuff go by. I mean, it's unbelievable. Oh, we hippie fished. What the hell is a hippie fish? My buddy, uh, uh, Michael, next door, he brought a fishing rod, and we put a little blinky light on the end of it, so we would just throw it in the road, and we would fish. And it's always chicks. You always catch a chick, and she'd be like, oh, you caught me. So she'd follow the blinky thing. Yeah. Would you give her, like, a hug for coming over? Oh, 100%. Nice. Sometimes we'd give them a... Yeah. Like, one night, I think we built a little group of, like, five or six of us, because, like, one girl came over and was like, what are you guys, like, are you guys really just fishing for people? Like, yeah, you want a beard? Like, yeah. And before you knew it, we had, like, five extra people fishing. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. It's, I I just, I can't say it enough. Like, the word unbelievable, I'm going to stop using in regular life, because that place is unbelievable. Wow. Yeah.
Uh, dude, I loved hearing the stories, and I'm sure I look forward to hearing more stories that cannot make it onto this podcast. Yeah, 100%. Uh, but before we get out of here, we kept teasing it. The return right. of Walt with Walt Talks. If you don't remember Walt, I think it was episode one. Should was we even, that episode one? I think it was episode, well, maybe not episode one because I was like Sully, but the first episode with our new version of the Megacast. If you don't remember, this was the episode when we had Walt on. This is the Walt other one. Talks. Inspirational thoughts from a salty old man. Man. I got half smashed and walked up to the bus stop and I passed out. My bus went by me. Uh-huh. Last bus of the night. You were passed out at the bus station? Yeah. So okay. I walked back to that motel. Used to be all hookers in there, you know. Mm-hmm. I went there, got a room, and I sat, sat down on the bed, took my shoes off, laid down on the bed, fell asleep. I woke up. There's four hookers in bed with me. <laughs> I'm no sh- and they're all snoring. What? And what the f***? <laughs> they just walked in straight down in my room. They had a key to your room? No, I got a rule. Did you bag them? Yes, I did. Hell no! Why not? I, I didn't have a rubber that thick. <laughs> so that was our first and only message from Walt. All right, I'm interested right. to see what Walt's Walt got this time. Walt works at the hockey rink in Tacoma. He is an old, cranky... Awesome man. Salty. Salty. Salt of the earth. All right, this is a new one. This one, he decided to tell me a joke. All right. So here's uh, this brand new edition of Walt Talks. Walt Talks. Inspirational thoughts from a salty old man. Man. One kid, when he, ever since he was David was born, he was a big-headed guy, big-headed baby. And his father said, well, look at that big-headed son of a bitch. <laughs> and you know, the kid's growing up, every goddamn thing he did wrong, he'd go, oh, you big-headed mother And once he had to go back and get him, get him a doggone Cub Scout suit. And he come in there, Daddy, I can't get that shirt on. He goes, well, you big-headed son of a bitch, you got to pull it on tighter. And he, and he says, Daddy, my hat won't stay on. He said, well, you big-headed mother <laughs> God damn, the guy come over and said, man, what are you talking to your kid like that for? He said, oh, Ever since he was born, I called him a big-headed bastard. He said, before he was born, his mother had the tightest in town, and now that big-headed son of a bitch run ruined everything. <laughs> so, somebody has to impersonate Walt at Camp Hockey. Yes! With a fake eye that they can pop out. Oh, that guy is unreal. We have to create the Puget Sound Hockey Center. The Puget Sound Hockey the Center. The Puget Sound Hockey Center at Burning Man. Oh, man. People would love it. It would be fun. And that's one of those things that would seem like a myth. Like, dude, I heard over at like uh, 3 o'clock in E, there's a hockey rink. Yeah, and there's games going on. Yeah. I heard uh, Team Black Dildos taking on Team Pink Dildos tonight. Dude, you know what we should do? We should try to build a giant version of bubble hockey, USA versus Soviet Union. Yes. Right? With a giant button that someone can hit at any given moment that creates, when someone hits it, everybody who's watching has to start booing or cheering. Yeah. the boo button and the cheer button. Because, right, and then people could have, uh, we could attach with like a harness, like the plastic pole, so you could only run so far. Right. Because that's what the foosball was, the human foosball. People had to hold on to a thing. It could only move left or right on their row. Well, in the hockey, we could even just create a, a, a surface and, and make the slot that the player, like, you know, when you... Face off? Th- th- there's like a slot that oh, that's yeah. like the only groove that that player can walk on. So you had to stay on that. If you go off of your slot, you get kicked out. Dude, right. We'll just raise it off the penalty. ground. That's a penalty. We'll raise it off the ground a couple feet, and then you can only run up and down your slot. Oh, 
Cause, and then we create a pole that comes out from underneath, and you have to like harness it in. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Yeah. A giant. We got to talk to Q-Ray about making the bubble. Yeah. What do we make the bubble out of? I don't know. Huh. Well, we got a year to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, man. We're on it. But that's a, that's a damn good idea we it's should a use. brilliant idea. And I've got, a year, I've got a year to figure out how to convince my wife to let me go to Burning Man. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here, Ted. I love hearing the stories, man. Thanks for sharing them. Good, man. Yes. Like, this I was is like, awesome. That's what's in your commercial break. Like, I, sorry, man. I don't want to be dominating the cast. But, uh, no. No. All right, I could, I could, honestly, I could do another podcast listening to these stories. This is awesome. <laughs> I feel like this is completely different than our last serious podcast. Yeah. Right? yeah having some fun. That's what the Megacast does. Yeah, man. We're it's, back. It's good to be back. All right. It is. Well, then this song is even more appropriate now. <laughs> Let's get 10. Mega right. family, thank you for listening. Sierras. I mean, not even a stoplight. We did 10 in the middle of the road. Did anyone join in? Uh, I think a couple of the Euros joined in with us a few nights. We schedule a time every day for a push-up party. Nice! Oh, push-up party. A push-up party. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. <laughs> I was say, at the push-up party. Stop.